0: Welcome to the Coconuts Podcast. Today is March nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. The Coconuts Podcast is your home for top trending news and pop culture from all across Southeast Asia and Hong Kong. I'm Nurul Azlia, sitting in for Summer Lee.
1: And I'm Bim Shanmugam. Woo woo
0: woo woo. What what up, Nurul? <laughs> I am back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Poor poor poor. Summer is still. Um, swamped so I'm happy you're here though not, yeah. that, I, yeah. not that I not that I don't miss summer <laughs> shout out but
0: <laughs> yeah happy to be back um week's been crazy this whole week um uh, there's this there's this national day song that keeps ringing in my head all oh, thanks to the fiasco surrounding which which is the right composer for that song but I'll get more into it later on yes. when we when we can we talk about top stories? <laughs> How about you?
1: That's going to be hilarious. Um, well, this is—I uh, I don't want to plug them. I, I really don't, unless they're going to give us a bun- bunch of money. But um, I don't understand the craze behind the mcgriddle sandwich. Like everyone's like going crazy for it here in Singapore. Mm. Um, also happening in Singapore is the March school holidays. So <gasps> with with mm-hmm. kids running around and. This McGriddle, I feel like I'm on edge. I'm on edge, <laughs> Nurul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> breathe, breathe, breathe. <laughs> yeah, I totally I totally forgot that, that it's the March holidays until I went to like went to the mall just to like grab grab quick gro- just to do like quick grocery run. And I see so many people and I ask myself like why aren't these people like in school? Yeah. Then I realized, okay, it's March holidays. So like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, I always forget about that. Like, there's a March holidays for for kids, and then it's like a June holiday. That's like a month, right? In June. Mm, yeah. And then is there is there one in the fall, like September? Yes. August? Yeah. Okay, so this, and that's like a week, and then like in December. And then another
0: one that's like, like the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: I'm like, kids shouldn't have holidays. They should just be in school all the time. <laughs> 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 now oh. that I'm an adult, now that I'm an adult, I can say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh well we have mm-hmm. um, a few days they're, they're going to be back in school next week so
1: yeah almost almost done almost to
0: can't, can't wait can't <laughs> wait okay
1: <laughs> advertise with our in-house agency Grove fast funny digital join forces with us to slay buzzwords rise above the noise and sow the seeds of something great get in touch via coconuts.co slash grove
0: and here are our top stories for the week. Starting in Singapore, our editor Carolyn Teo interviewed a music composer in India who was accused of copying our national day anthem. Count on me, Singapore. Oh, oh. His version of the song is titled We Can Achieve, so it's a little bit different, and had the word Singapore replaced with India or Mother India. India. It's hilarious. And the what what's the funniest thing about this is that thousands of people in that country have been singing this version for decades. But the thing is Singaporeans only discovered it like last week. <laughs> after, some, after some people found copies of the song um, circulating on YouTube. Yeah. And one of the videos was one of the videos showed a teacher and a bunch of students singing to the song. And in the classroom, okay? And that video has been taken down already because of the flag that mm. it's, it's been getting. But I saw some of them making their way back online. So yeah, it's really, really Wait. funny.
1: Nurul, I think I hmm. think you have to give the audience what they want. I think we need a couple lines from Count On Me, Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I only know like, it's, Count on me, Singapore. That's it, yeah.
1: And what what, it, what was the the Indian version like? Do, do you is it in like Hindi or something or like is it in English? No,
0: it's English. They just oh, switch no. out the they just switch out Singapore for India or Mother India. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and obviously the title the title is not called me Singapore. It's we can achieve. Which is okay. which is part of the lyrics, yeah. That's, that's hilarious. <gasps> yes, but what's the most okay? Like, but so we reached out to the Indian composer. So he's not online as Joey Mendoza, mm. um, and so the count the composer for Count On Me Singapore is this Canadian man named Hugh Harrison. Oh wow! Um, but the the name credited to the India remake is his he's not online as Joey Mendoza. So we reached out to him this week, and he is not backing down from the criticism, okay? Even, even after Hugh Harrison has uh, called on to him to basically stop telling everyone that he is the original creator of the tune. he This Mendoza told us that he wrote this song in 1983, which is three years before the Singapore one debuted at National Day on, in 1986. And he said that he wrote the song while, while he was a music teacher at an orphanage in Mumbai. And he taught hundreds of of, of orphans how to sing that song uh, at that time. And then he said that he doesn't have any evidence of it. Well, so convenient, right? He doesn't have any evidence of it because there was this Mumbai floods that happened in in 2005 that Mm. like swept away all the evidence. This is according to his version of events, (laughs) by the way. Um, Yeah, and um, despite... And him. He sold rights to uh, "We Can Achieve" to mm. this uh, Christian media outlet called uh, Pauline India in 1999. Okay, that's like 16 years later. Oh,
1: oh wow! Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. So it's really it's such a bizarre story, um, and he, he doesn't seem to want to back down. I mean he's really sticking to his story, which is the most bizarre thing here. <laughs>
1: I think the the controversial question here is why "Come on me Singapore? I don't even think that's the best like Singapore, Singapore song. Is that, is that, is that that like a hot take? Is that a hot take?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's that's quite a good question. We should have asked him that. Yeah. So many, like, why that? Like you had home. Home was a popular one.
1: Yeah, Home, but is a recent one, right? Like that was with like Ben King or something. No, was it by Ben King? It was like by some oh. like modern, like modern like singers. Like, like there's like a singer.
0: modern remake, but they already ori- it was originally oh, okay. written um, a, uh, a long Dick, time. Dick, Dick yes, Lee by Dick, oh. May. yes. Okay,
1: okay, okay. So the so and then like um, stand up for Singapore is one that I remember as well. Is that your favorite? <laughs> and, uh, I feel like there's one more, but I can't, I can't think of it right now. So I feel like stand up and sing where might be the one. Uh, I, <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of, a lot of patriotism here.
0: Yeah. Coconut. So many, right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So it's like national day is five months away in August. And and this song is already yeah. ringing in my head. I don't know what to think like, of it.
1: It'd be like the number one viral, viral song of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, Onto Bali, where um, just a few days ago, they observed this Hindu, a um, special day of silence, uh, Hindu um, holiday. I don't want to say it's a holiday. It's a day of silence called Nepi. Um And basically, like during this period of time, you can't make a lot of noise. A lot of like uh, places are closed. Uh, you can't even have like too much light around the island. Uh, you can have light in your house. But even then, like it shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to see it like from afar um, so it just becomes like a peaceful island, but because of that, um you could see the stars and and there were all these amazing photos taken of amazing um the galaxy basically you could see pretty much the Milky Way, you could see stars all for like days uh, the sky was just like lit up um and it was really, really like pretty so um there's all these like wonderful photos from um bali where yeah i think it shows that you know no pollution no uh light pollution Uh, (laughs) you get get, like nature um smiling back at you so beautiful photos
0: it's like circuit breaker for nature circuit breaker for the soul
1: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's one thing. Like, I, I, I kind of miss like being out like, in the middle of nowhere and like just looking into the stars. Like, I mean, here in Singapore, we're just like there's light pollution everywhere. You yeah, know? you're
0: mm-hmm. just light gazing all the time.
1: Yeah, there's always something shining in your eyes. So, yeah, I think I think we should try to do that. We should do like a day of silence or a week of silence.
0: <laughs> oh, we had we have Earth Hour.
1: Oh yeah. Maybe we yeah. should extend that. Yeah, so, like a whole week during mm. during during school holidays. That should be the week of silence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then we can extend it to like a month in June and and as well as (laughs) December. (laughs) Good idea. All right. In Thailand, money laundering is big business there and it involves cats authorities this week discovered six felines at a home linked to a suspected drug lord who is now in police custody authorities <laughs> said that selling cats is one way for criminals to wash dirty money since they can fetch thousands of butts Wow well obviously <laughs> this this they're not just any kind of cats they're Bengals uh, or Scottish Foals and there were six cats that they found abandoned at the house during mm-hmm. a raid
2: and these cats
0: are now evidence they're they're now evidence as part of the police investigation into this drug lot and oh, once no. they're no longer needed in the probe then the authorities will decide to sell the cats back into the market wow <laughs> so I mean, if you want a discount on any of these cats then you can just keep checking the government website for updates i guess
1: <laughs> i mean this is like a, like, I feel like it's such a stereotypical villain story, right? Like, you have a drug lord with like a cat. Like I feel like they're like a bond, they're all like bond villains, you know? Like stable of cats.
0: Yeah. This sounds like a good, good storyline. I know that I watch, this, and it reminded me of Good Girls on Netflix. I'm not sure if you watch, it's a bunch of yeah. suburban moms who yeah. want to be criminals. I love <laughs> that she- show. They should add cats into the storyline. Be quite
1: cute. Actually, that's, that's that's such a funny thing. You never think about it, right? Like, so, so if like puppies and and cats, like there are like these like special, well bred, like special bred, like uh, animals that probably mm-hmm. cost like thousands and thousands of dollars that mm-hmm. people could yeah, move around,
0: right? <laughs> mm. So, I'm gonna it's pay, this opportunity.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pay for my cocaine with a cat
0: which one a bengal or a scottish wool?
1: i'm not i don't want a lot of cocaine just <laughs> just a tad <laughs> <laughs> um so in hong kong there's some shenanigans where a principal forced a bunch of teachers um, to perform menial tasks and even paint a mural at her home uh, during a school suspension <laughs> so this is like new new take on just being out of and out of control like Teacher slash principal, um, so teachers at, at a kindergarten uh, in Thai Kok Sui, a uh, uh, principal forced them to carry a personal task for for her during the school suspension, which was due to COVID nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. The principal recruited these TV teachers and and made them work during like so called work hours. Um, from eight to five PM, and made them like paint, like kind of cool murals on her house, and do some cleaning and whatnot. Um, <laughs> and 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 basically said that she was trying to help them uh, train to get be better uh, painters because there is a school beautification pilot scheme that's like being uh, you know rolled out. <laughs>
0: so so wow.
1: um, yeah, this so, is so
0: I, timely. This is such a perfect school holiday story. Yeah. It is right. I
1: mean, Everybody for the kids. I guess, like in in defense of the principal, apparently, like these teachers were like accused or allegedly had like you know hit a kid or shook a kid violently. Another one like was punishing a child, uh, you know, quite severely for like skipping class. So, so it's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of like, uh, you know, like I guess like you know they were I guess needing needing to be punished, but the punishments. <laughs> i mean i don't even know how it's allowed but but it is quite funny to me though that, Yeah, that, you know. <laughs>
0: like, like how can i teach them a lesson and yet gain from it <laughs> bring them over in my house and paint parrots on the wall
1: yeah if we don't like you know if we're not performing well i hope i hope uh, our boss byron doesn't get any ideas i'm not painting yeah. your house byron <laughs> i'm <laughs> saying it right now <laughs>
0: All right. In Jakarta, Asia is having our very own Sundance Film Festival there. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. The Indonesian city will be hosting Sundance Film Festival this year, which we all know is the it's a very well-known um, film festival dedicated to independent films. Um, the one in Jakarta will obviously be a virtual event, but they, the the organisers are having talks of flying a number of filmmakers down. They haven't released the names of, of who they're going to be, but there are some talks. Um, yeah, so it's going to be the first ever Sundance Film Festival Asia happening this year in Jakarta.
1: That's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sundance is like huge in the states. Um, for people who don't mm-hmm. know, I think I think uh, Robert Redford like started it like in the eighties. I think, correct, yeah, like, yes. And ever since then, like it's there are a lot of like cool directors and small flicks that kind of launch there are sold there, and then like a lot of them end up being pretty, um, pretty huge.
0: Yeah, Ash- it's 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 such a big institution in the movie mm-hmm. industry, right? Like, it's yeah. like the the goal for so many independent filmmakers to to have their films in sundance I would imagine yeah.
1: oh yeah for sure yeah it's also yeah. A way, like a lot of a lot of smaller films get like distribution and um yeah you you find the next like big big director big writer big like star um from some of these indie flicks
0: mm. cool um, maybe you should try make your own film <laughs> submit submit it to the Asia version.
1: Asia Sundance Film festival yeah yes yeah. <laughs> yeah but but it's a great it's a great um I think it's a great opportunity for especially like um filmmakers around the region you know we have a lot of great filmmakers in places like of course like Indonesia Philippines you know Vietnam Thailand, even Singapore, I think like yeah, this would hopefully like you know with the advent of you know successful um Asian movies doing well in like Hollywood, I hope that you know this would give um um, more of a spotlight to people in this area and and great storytellers.
0: Absolutely, I'm looking forward to how this is going to pan out. Um, I hope to hear more updates from the organizers. So far, all we know is that they're hosting it in Jakarta. Yeah, digital.
1: It's a digital. It's a digital event, by the way, so that you can kind of. I think you just pay for a digital ticket ticket and go watch stuff that you Online.
0: want. Online. Yeah. Um, cool.
1: Yeah. And now to KL, well, report a minister goes live for those who want to rat out ministers flouting COVID rules. So a website, a new platform has actually been launched where you can actually um, <laughs> be a snitch. <laughs> um, basically, you could snitch on um, Malaysian ministers who apparently have been using the power to uh, break coronavirus measures, um, You know, traveling in between states or participating in like mass gatherings. Uh, So the website went live after Twitter users ousted uh, a couple of ministers for attending the wedding of Noor Sahira, the daughter of uh, a Jalubu Jalubu MP uh, in and Sembilan. So, yeah, I think it's just a way of people uh, to keep track of people in power, uh, abusing that power, um, which is quite interesting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Report their ministers.
1: I wonder. <laughs> okay, I don't want to get puffed but, but maybe <laughs> maybe we should have one here as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: this should. This one's um, I think that the website is launched by um this political party
2: mm. called Muda.
0: So they're a bunch of um it's it's a it's a very youth-oriented political party. Led by this former um, youth minister, Said Sadiq, who is in Singapore right now. Actually, he's studying here. Um, he's taking um, a course in public policy mm. at a university here. Um, yeah. So this whole, because so this platform kind of um, it's one of the one of the reactions to how you know it it just so appears that um, the ministers are getting away with a lot of shit while imposing very harsh penalties on regular people who violate COVID-19 measures. Yeah.
1: Shenanigans. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Anyways, moving on to Manila. All right. Um, So in the Philippines, um, the government this week told everyone in the country to start wearing face masks in their own homes, not just Mm. in public places and their workplace. Also in their homes. So that's because the authorities are saying that the virus has been spreading among family members, not just colleagues or like the people you meet outside. And that's because they're noticing that more people are letting their their guard down and just becoming a little bit more complacent. And it's worrying for them because Philippines is still reporting thousands of new cases each day. And there's even this research group that um, is predicting that, you know, Philippines would con- could continue to report at least eight thousand, an average of eight thousand daily new cases, up until like through to, through to the end of March, which is very worrying, especially when their vaccination program is kicking off very very slowly. Like they've already booked uh some uh their vaccines, but the ones that are trickling into the country are so far the ones that are being donated to them. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, but I cannot. But you know, this pandemic is has been going on for like more than a year and I can understand like the struggle to really um, fend off the COVID fatigue. It's so I can empathize with people who who can get quite tired of like Mm. always trying to protect themselves because you try to protect yourself and then this COVID just doesn't seem to be going away. So yeah, let's hope it goes away though. I really, really do hope it goes away.
1: Well, I mean, the vaccines are being, I mean, especially in Singapore, um, you know, the vaccines are being rolled out consistently now. Uh, my parents have already gotten them. So, nice. um, yeah. So, I think, like, you know, I think the next couple of months, uh, you know, other countries are also following suit. And, you know, we <laughs> hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later, that maybe, mm-hmm. just, just maybe, just maybe we can, like, you know, touch another country this year.
0: <laughs> yeah australia maybe i heard there's a talks for oh, yeah, a yeah. bubble there mm. yeah i hope that yeah i hope that um doesn't fall through
1: <laughs> yeah hope that bubble doesn't get burst but um
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> um in our top story unfortunately it's not a good one uh it's a little uh sad and you know i think it's going to make a lot of people a little angry um it takes place in myanmar where the junta declares martial law in six townships and we've reached sort of record-killing numbers, unfortunately. Um, militarily, the military declared martial law via its Mi'adawi uh, TV mouthpiece across Yangon um, and uh, mobile internet traffic was shut off for a day during a period where, you know, there were uh, record high deaths. 59 people were killed in Yangon alone, 130 people injured. This is, um, you know, people who were getting gunned down uh, due to, Uh, conflict and protests um so it's not looking good uh it's Mm -hmm. still you know there's still all types of angles to it um eh, yeah it's one of those things where you know um we're we're hoping to see like how what type of like resolution can be met but right now it doesn't look as though um it's going to end anytime soon
0: yes definitely um the the situation there um has definitely worsened yeah and um some of them are already like um running away and trying to save their lives and fleeing to um other places to other countries i think there are some who entered india
1: yeah yeah yep
0: yeah so it's gotten to that stage where like people are just focusing on um trying to survive and save their Mm. lives um and that's that's really a scary place to be <laughs> um what yeah. what 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 can what other what other resolu- solutions can there be right um yeah I think that's like the question that is on everyone's head right now we have we have international awareness on this issue. We've got mm. sanctions like targeted sanctions being imposed. We've got um foreign leaders um issuing statements condemning harsh treatment of civilians,
1: mm. and
0: things just become worse.
1: yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> because uh, part of it too uh you know like the <clears throat> the Chinese embassy. Uh, there were there were basically like a whole bunch of like um, casualties and I guess like um, protests happening outside the Chinese embassy because you know um, they kind of like supported uh, the military takeover. Mm. Uh, they you know they said that you know they they called on the junta to take like effective measures to stop like any violence and protesters and. Um, to make sure that everyone was, like, safe and secure and that Chinese businesses and individuals in the country were safe and secure, uh, mm-hmm. which led to, you know, like, a couple of Chinese-owned factories being burned down. And, um, yeah, so I think it's it's just, like, a fever pitch. And hopefully, like, you know, um, yeah, hopefully, like, there is, like, some light at the end of the tunnel that people can kind of come together and, like, you know, um, cooler hits will prevail. But right now, um, it's looking as though, like, Myanmar has kind of rewound, their history a little bit
0: yeah Ugh. okay For our special chat this week, we are roping in Bangkok Lifestyle Editor Chayanit Itipong Mighty, or as we all call, Milk, to discuss the rise of cannabis-infused food and drinks in Bangkok. Woohoo!
2: Hello, Milk! Hello. Hello, you guys. Hola. How is life in the land of smiles? uh pretty hot right now <laughs> yeah we, oh. we're entering summer here so yeah. oh gosh what's what's like the hottest temperature uh, today as of today is like 36.
0: <gasps> what 36 oh, my god
2: uh, yeah <laughs> pretty hot over here um i'm pretty much like sweating right now oh no oh,
0: drink water drink water <laughs>
2: Yeah. And
1: like and yeah. it's and it's still humid, right? Like it's still like super humid. Like it's hot and humid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like maybe you can imagine sometimes in Singapore. I don't know. Ugh. Uh yeah. now we we usually 35 degrees is like top
0: for us most of the time. <laughs> or 34, 36, nah. Wow. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, man.
1: Wow. Yeah. Stay indoors. <laughs> so here. tell us about tell so tell us about this like cannabis, cannabis craze. Everyone's like just eating and getting high. Is that is that what's happening in Thailand? <laughs> um,
2: yeah, actually it's a little more complicated than that. So a little background here. So like uh, three months ago, like in December, like Thai authorities just approved that, okay, we're going to delist some parts of cannabis and hemp parts, like leaves or fibers and roots. So so people can like use these parts to to like to cook or put them in like I don't know cosmetics or something, you know. Because mm. they uh these parts are no longer illegal.
1: Ah mm-hmm. okay.
2: But the 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 thing is like the these parts they only have CBD that that that's like it's not psychoactive. It's not like TSC, which is mostly in flowers. That that uh. TFC is the thing that makes you high.
1: Ah, okay, okay.
2: Yeah. So CBD right now you can put into food and some people who want to sell them they they have to get license. Like put it in boba tea, coffee, uh, tom yum curry, green curry. You know. Oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's it's really good for um, I don't know some some experts or. Uh, food foodies they said like uh, cbd infused oil it it goes really well with thai food because it goes with the spice and thai herbs, Mm. you know
1: and it's like medicinal right like some of it has like medicinal qualities is that is that what it is
2: yeah that's what it is like people claim. like so many restaurants in in thailand right now they 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 this that's like the marketing point they're like hey like eat this stuff because it helps you like with insomnia um I don't know. It it helps you relax a little bit more or even like your back pain or knee pain, you know. Yeah.
0: Mm, just mm.
2: just eat them. Yeah. So but if you want to get really high, like you have to really chow down on it to get a bus. Oh. Like, <laughs> like how much
0: um, are we talking like, about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like last month I, I went back to my hometown and there's a cafe that's sort of like uh, marijuana leaves Uh, deep fry so that uh, they, they call it tempura like Japanese style okay. deep fry you know but they come a dish it comes with like five leaves so I, I, I had them all and I didn't really feel anything oh. so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah because I, I, I went there with a friend so we ordered like two more dishes and we started to get a little um, I don't know relaxed like Laid laid back, something like that. <laughs> like, like, how so do you know?
0: How do bit? you know if it's not food coma
2: though? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think it's really food coma. But but the thing is, like, it's slowly getting there because, um, scientifically, it goes down to your stomach and you have to digest it a bit for it to get like effects, you know. Uh, so yeah some restaurants they they they, uh, they have right to say no to you if you order more than like i don't know 5 dishes or something oh. or if <laughs> some children come in or pregnant women they 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 can say no like to serve
1: okay you. so mm-hmm. i can't be like oh i just want like i want the whole pot <laughs> of kill one kill one no. like cbd in the back
2: <laughs> yeah order, <laughs> like a ton of it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but how exactly. um, how, mm-hmm. how
0: widespread is this is this hype like uh, am i going to see every is, is it being sold in every store like do i can i even find it at the airport <laughs> like the uh, moment i the touch down
2: or... <laughs> i really hope so but um the thing is is it's uh how do i say it it's yes and no it's getting widespreading right now like i just put uh, i just published a story that like I, I tried to gather all the restaurants and cafes uh, mm. nationwide that i know and i uh, yeah last month i I got like 10 or 12 of them but i believe that now there's a lot lot more oh, like wow. some some places are not even like physical cafes or restaurants you know it is just do deliver like cannabis ice cream like they just mm. make it in the back of their kitchen and just like send them out. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is like the- you, you you gotta get the license like from FDA, get approval from Ministry of Health. So it's not that easy that you can just like do it on your own.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So there is like a few licenses and like processes mm-hmm. to to do it. Mm.
0: Yeah. Are there any hotspots yeah. for C B D food and drinks in
2: Bangkok? yeah yeah definitely uh in Bangkok there's a bar that uh first it was a cafe but after like bangkok lock- lockdown was lifted right now it operates as a bar as well uh it's called four twenty cannabis bar Bangkok mm yeah. yeah right now they they have like three locations like just last month it only has uh it only had one location but right now they uh, it expanded into three locations throughout the the c d mm, yeah. and I know
1: also like you, in in your article you also mentioned that like uh condom Siam also like ah. they, they sell these like little quays like pandan quays with the uh, yeah with the uh, um weed leaves, I guess <laughs> like in it. yeah and yeah. like and those are sold like in like the big malls like Siam Siam Paragon yeah. and Cortier, yeah. which are all like kind of humongous like. Like <laughs> touristy malls, I would say. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for that because they they kind of teased it like, "Hey, we're gonna launch this." Uh, they're still like seeking some license from FDA, FDA to like <laughs> legally sell it at the mall and whatnot. Ah. Uh, but yeah, it does, It's going really big here, like not not only in Bangkok but like other cities, like uh. In the south, like uh, a few a few weeks ago, I, I, I talked to a guy who operated uh, a restaurant and a resort in Samui island, mm. island, and he said he was the his restaurant was the first on the island to to run this, like have. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, they, they didn't serve a lot of Thai food with, with CBD. Um, not only really like brownies or what what yeah uh, we usually had you know like, like they like they they got creative from this too. like mm. uh some fusion food uh mixed with uh thai mixed with italian some sausages sausages and stuff you know
0: mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to know what it tastes like mm-hmm.
2: and like when, what when, what
0: when, does when it what does it taste like maybe on its own fried mixed with
2: mm-hmm. cocktail
0: like, like like i mean with I don't know, I've never tried it before. Is it, it. <laughs> is it like you know, you know, you add you add a bunch of mint leaves and then it makes your drink uh-huh. minty or uh, <laughs> like how, how does it apply to cannabinoid? Cannabis Cannabinoid?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, the deep fry, like the tempura that I had, it, it's just like I don't know, just general deep fried vegetable for me. Like, I didn't feel like, ah oh, it's too, like, I don't know, stingy green, you know, at, at, at least yeah. for me, though. Yeah, but <laughs> some people claim that um oh, it's too stingy for them, it's, like, too green for them. You you're, Like, when, when you, like, you could smell it from, I don't know, especially when it's, like, a fresh leaf, put in yeah. a cocktail or in a tea, like, yeah, you, 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 you could smell it, the, 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 the green of the leaf. Yeah, I but I, I think if you deep fry it or cook with some, I don't know, when when uh some heated dish like the curry or soup noodle, I think you you can barely taste the green.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Mm. But uh like and some the uh some after effects for some people, they claim that they feel like they you negatively like a little uh get, they they got a dry throat or they got um, minor headache and stuff if okay. they like if they are uh how do you call it a newbie into this mm. so my, it, yeah
1: like you might end up feeling like like maybe like a little bit like hungover or like something mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and while while some people I talked to, this they said they got a little munchy. They wanna uh chew some chips or some <laughs> crispy snacks, you know, which is very normal. Uh, some people got sleepy as well. Like, oh, I wanna to go to bed. That that's why like CBD got claimed to like treat insomnia somehow. To me, <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's quite interesting. So, what do you do? You, do you think that like this will be? Like more and more places will be able to get the license and and start selling like you know a uh, CBD based products or do you think that like the government will be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna need to make this like even stricter now because like everyone's kind of going crazy like gangbusters.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's uh, like a new crap uh new cash crop right now. Like people mm-hmm. want to jump in the business like as quick as possible. Even some of my yeah. friends. Like, ask me, hey, uh, uh, like, even yesterday, a friend asked me, how do I get the license? Uh, because he has the idea of running an ice cream parlor with cannabis.
1: Oh, that sounds good. That sounds like a <laughs> cool idea. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But, but, but the thing is, like, um, the information and details are, are not really clear on, on, on my side like yeah you, it, it's kind of a lot of late like, work as well like you have to go to fda or uh sometimes you have to go to ministry of health first to get the license and the paperwork is like available online you have to like physically go there and apply and wait for approval uh
1: um, okay so probably mm-hmm. like the hoops are more like you have to jump through more hoops. It's not going to be like as easy as, you know, like mm-hmm. just signing up online or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, as some people already in the business and they, they, they were lucky to got the license first, I think they, they, they next big step is like, like go like jump further from edibles, you know, to go like CBD, magic cream, face masks, lotion, uh, dietary supplements and and so on. Like there are a lot of uh, a lot more products in line. They didn't want to like like go into. So what would be your
0: favorite CBD menu so far?
2: Oh uh, I would say, I would say it's the tempura. You know, Mm-kay. because like deep fried and it came with the uh, spicy mango salad. Yeah, it, it got e- even like wing-wing names. It's called like smiley tempura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I uh, for me, it's, it's fun to see how people come up with names like this too. Like, uh, one place they got giggling omelet, and another place got good <laughs> mood pizza, something like that. Like, I don't know. They, I that- they're having fun with it.
1: I feel like it would be good Like in an omelette Like you know You kind of dice it Like really like thin And then like with You know chilies (laughs) And onions You know Yeah
0: Yeah
1: And a Thai style Like I mean For people who don't know Like the Thai style omelette Is amazing It's just like Eggs Like fried fried in oil (laughs)
2: Yeah (laughs) Floating Make it oily (laughs) The oilier The better
0: (laughs) <laughs> well i want to know um so who who are like the biggest suppliers the biggest dealers of this new oh, cash yeah. crop yeah that's a good question the the, the biggest dealers who is
2: it <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> who's the c v d lord
2: I, I mean There's not really a main main guy here except it's the of course the minister of health Anutin Chanvirakun who's like who is not on to be pushing cannabis in, in, into like the the, the the new cash crop since uh there was a, like an election two years ago but yeah. like right now like uh some business like I, I would say most businesses they they get licensed by joining or signing mou with universities who got approved approval to to grow marijuana you know Uh, like um, so universities
0: are supplying the greens
2: yeah yeah universities or facilities like governmental facilities i mean so like uh one restaurant they did they sign mou with a university in the north so they can get the in uh materials Mm. to their kitchen and uh the restaurant in my hometown, they just because it's like hospital, like they have the weed clinic there, so they already have their own uh marijuana plant uh on site. So mm. they, they don't have to like work with other universities. You no. Know? Uh, so I see. yeah, that's why I said it's not precisely easy to operate cannabis restaurants right now because they, they are. Others uh, barriers like
0: this. Yeah. But uh, right right now it's still in the very hot, hot phase, right? It's it's yeah um it's it's trending right now in the in the food scene. Like do you see mm-hmm. it um dying out? Because you know, a lot of a lot of hype dies out after a while. But <laughs> do you think that this would this would be one of those or maybe or not because it's Cannabis related. I,
2: I think uh, it, it's going. Uh, it's like something people are raving about right now. Like it's getting high. Mm-hmm. People wants to check it out. Like. Even the a weed head, or I don't know, something, uh, some someone who got curious and want to try about it. But some people already like rant about it, like ah, I, I want TSC, not CBD, because TSC <laughs> makes you high, you know. Like some people, like even like our uh, coconut stories, some people just like comment on our story, like eh, it's not TSC, that's bullshit, it sucks, something like that so i'm like dude why are you so mad about this
0: you want they want the real deal
2: yeah they want the real deal they want to get high and yeah i, I, <laughs> I, I can't wait for it too dude <laughs> i guess
1: baby steps right baby steps
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. slowly getting is, there
1: but that is quite cool i mean um i think nurul and i i i can speak for nurul here i think both of us mm-hmm. as long as we can get into Thailand sometime soon <laughs> and, and try it yeah. for, try it firsthand. Yeah,
0: you yeah, know yeah. what? actually actually I'm not sure how <laughs> things are gonna change when the borders open and a Singaporeans flock to Bangkok and then come back with like
2: oh, yeah. news yeah.
0: In, in our
2: bloodstream.
1: <laughs> that's actually true. that's a good point. I don't think we will be allowed to do it unless I mean I don't know mm. how long it takes to leave your system, but I think if Singaporeans uh-huh. do go. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you probably have to wait for it to be clear. Yeah, I don't even I don't mm-hmm. even know what the laws are. Like if, if yeah. that's even illegal, <laughs>
0: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So so because but it's not it's not the so the CBD is not the the compound and the leaf that actually mm-hmm. makes you high, right? But if you take a drug test, do you get positive uh, result? Mm-hmm. I
2: don't think so. It's not just... really considered as drugs anymore.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm. Sorry, that, that question not. sounded <laughs> so stupid when I asked.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I was hope not. <laughs> that's a good question. Like it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good good to know. I didn't even know either. Yeah, because that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Milk, for for sharing with us. Uh, that's actually yeah, like, you're really
2: welcome.
1: Interesting. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, that's very like interesting that like Thailand is like doing this. I mean, I feel like Thailand would be a great place for like trends mm-hmm. to pick up. You know, like everyone's so like. So in in over there
2: but, the,
0: but but Thailand has always been that that part of Asia where everybody go to you know introduce new things and then yeah. Yeah. wait for the trend uh, yeah. to spread to Singapore. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think there was yeah, uh, Oh sorry go sorry. ahead.
2: No 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 I'm just uh I, I was saying that next month is going to be a big month for Thailand as well uh, for, for the, this in especially. Uh, because it's like 420, you know. Oh yeah. April, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have like a wheat tour, or I don't know. It's it's a lot of uh, a lot of tourism program run by mm. government. Like you take some VIP on a wheat tour, like wheat farms, and then go to restaurants, and then go to another cafe, and then get a spa, blah blah blah, you know. Yeah. Wow, it sounds uh, like
0: another universe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, events coming up. So I'm waiting to uh, report to or or cover some of the events.
1: They'll be exciting. You can can come back back on again, Milk, and tell us all the shenanigans (laughs) that you've been up to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay.
0: I'm having all the munchies now. I'm gonna go buy a (laughs) snack. Grab some (laughs) chips. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Thanks, for
2: joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. Have a good day.
1: Bye, milk. Bye. Bye.
2: -bye.
0: That was such an interesting conversation. just have to say and that's not the kind of conversation you can ever find in singapore you know like yeah. thailand being like almost almost like the amsterdam of asia right now i cannot imagine how singapore the singapore government is going to react when the borders open and singapore try, tries to um travel again yeah because
1: <laughs> they're, they have like uh like medical marijuana is like legal in, in, mm-hmm. in- Thailand and you can apparently you can you know prescriptions are not that difficult to get uh mm-hmm. don't don't quote me on this
0: <laughs> I mean there's um, a way to get it you know like yeah, that's so, it there is a way to get it
1: and then of course like yeah there's like now now people are um you know eating food with yeah. uh, CBD so I'm actually intrigued as well. I've never I, I've never had tasted or, you know, had it. So, like, it, I will be intrigued to see what it tastes like. Because I don't yeah. like the smell. Like, if anyone knows how weed smells. Like, I'm not a fan of the smell. So, like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, milk says it's very greeny. I guess it's very <laughs> earthy, earthy. Like, soil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well... Hopefully, uh hopefully we can actually travel first and then let's take it in baby steps. Let's travel first. And then yeah, yeah. maybe we can try it.
0: Oh wow. Well. Oh that's uh that but that's a good conversation to have. And uh, now now uh, especially with the weekends here, um we're all we're all thinking of like ideas for cocktails and stuff. Such <laughs> a I'm now I'm motivated to to come up with like maybe new new recipes
1: always good well that's all for this week guys till next week
0: bye bye thanks for listening if you'd like to support coconuts and our weird and wondrous stories you can become a cocoplus member at coconuts.co slash membership make a patron payment at coconuts.co slash patron or buy a fresh merch at the coconut shop at shop.coconuts.co
1: subscribe to the podcast and leave reviews tell us how you feel and what you like and don't like We're excited to hear from you. The Coconuts Podcast delivers impactful, weird, and wondrous reporting by a journalist on the ground in eight cities. Singapore, Bangkok, Hong Kong, Manila, Jakarta, Kuala Lumpur, Yangon, and Bali. Listen to headline news and insightful interviews on matters large and small designed for people located in, or curious about, Southeast Asia and Hong Kong.
0: The Coconuts Podcast is a Coconuts Media production. Our hosts are Nuru Azlia and Dim Shanmugam. Our executive producer is Byron Perry. Our production manager is Clarissa Cortez. And our editor is Rainer Lin.